You don't need to have the biggest frontal lobe to know the best place to do all of your shopping online is Amazon.com. Get the best deals on everything you need and help support Rob as a podcast whenever you start your shopping with our link, robhaswebsite.com slash Amazon. Or for our friends in Canada, it's robhaswebsite.com slash Amazon CA. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Cicerino getting you ready for our exit interview number two for Survivor Co-Wrong. We're going to talk to Jennifer Lanzetti, who had a very memorable exit from the game last night. And we're going to talk to her about all of that. Plus, I'm sure we will get into the earwig bug gate from last week's episode. And we'll talk about that with her on today's exit interview. So just an interview with Jennifer today. No This Week in Survivor History it was a little tough to do the scheduling on that with our live show, but we will get Jordan back next week on the show to talk about this week in Survivor history. Speaking of the live show on Wednesday night, boy, what a fun night that we had doing the live know-it-alls at the Hollywood Improv first West Coast know-it-alls. And it was a really, really fun show. So great to see everybody that came out sold out show at the Hollywood Improv. Always great to see Steven in person and do the show and all these other Survivor guests that were there. We've got the audio posted of that show. We just got the video posted of that show. So if you want to go and check that out, that's all on the website or you can get it if you're subscribed to the podcast, robiswebsite.com slash iTunes. And I had so much fun at the live show last night. I really would love to be able to figure out a way to not have the busy Survivor podcast day the day after these live know-it-alls days. I don't know how exactly to make that work, but somehow that would really be the perfect scenario for me as the podcaster, but whatever. We got to persevere, so exit interview coming up here. Then we're going to do our recap of the episode with the winner of Survivor San Juan del Sur, Natalie Anderson. Plus, we're also going to be doing our voicemails later on tonight with Antonio Mazzaro. That podcast will be broken up into two parts again, and then Antonio's voicemail will come out on Friday morning slash afternoon if you're on the East Coast. All right, let's get into it. I see that we have Jennifer on the line. Jennifer, are you there? Bob! Jennifer, how are you? It is so cool to talk to you. I had to get that out there first. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm going to be the most annoying thing in your ear since that bug. No, you weren't on my tribe. Not possible. (laughs) That's what my wife tells me, at least. All right. (laughs) All right, Jennifer, we have to talk about this tribal council from Wednesday night because I saw that you had said... Survivor history? Right. It was huge. It was a major tribal council. And look, we loved watching it. But I saw that you were saying on Twitter what we saw was a much more condensed version of an hour and a half conversation that unfolded. And I'm sure there were lots of parts that we didn't see. So could you just take us through how that ultimately unfolded, where it turns into this whole thing that blows up over what you said? Sure. So the first thing Jeff asked is, hey, Jenny, tell me about camp. And we all know Jeff. He will use you unless you give him what he wants period. It's just the way it is. So I was like, yeah, things were a little shaky. And I, and Scott and Jason look at me and I'm like, whoa, guys, calm down. Nothing's changed. Don't freak out. It's like, when did my tribe all of a sudden become big sissies and freak out over the little thing? And it was literally the slowest train wreck I've ever seen from that. And it just got worse and worse and worse. Someone commented about me being like the greatest grave digger since I don't remember her name. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes, you know, I'm a contractor. I forget to leave my work at work. I love digging ditches. And that's what it felt like. (laughs) Everything I said just made it worse. 
So do you get the sense that everything happened at tribal council or were the guys sort of on the fence and then this conversation really unfolded and then that sort of sealed the deal? Yeah, the the guys knew about it because I I was sincere with Alicia and Sydney. I'm like, guys, there's only one way the three of us stay in this game. And hey, let's be let's be badasses and be a brawn girl tribe. What do you say? Alicia had brought it up because at first it was like, oh, Alicia's going home. Let's just you know, work the rest of the day and just relax. And then when she brought it up, you know, something went off in my head. My gut instinct said, hey, go Alliance. Yeah. Do something big. Jeff always says that, right? Play it like you played it twice. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I'm never listening to Jeff again. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it came down to, they knew because immediately, um, you know, of course, I find this out right before tribal, Alicia and Sydney had gone to Scott and Jason and told them. I was like, Damn, you guys. Damn. So I knew they were either on the fence or they already had their mind made up. And so, honestly, Rob, what's my only recourse? To be honest, here's what happened. Yes, I considered it. It was a very bad idea. Put me on fourth. Put me at the bottom. But, man, you guys can't vote me out. Not if you want to keep you know, losing challenges. I certainly understand the appeal of having the numbers, but you talked about how, like, we know that Scott and Jason are the kind of guys that are going to get picked off at the merge. So was your concern that you just didn't want to be down in numbers? Because I do feel like that if you were the person who was with them, say you were a three-person alliance with those two guys, and then they ended up being the targets, I feel like that that would provide some cover for you in a merge. Right, because they would take them out first instead of me. So I have this really bad character flaw that I think I'm going to stick with, and it's being kind to other people and putting them first. I didn't even know I was doing it out there, to be honest. Didn't even know I was doing it. It was all concerned of, hey, girls, let's the three of us stick together. Uh, you know, we kind of like each other enough to make it. The thought of me staying safe. Maybe it was a bug in my ear, did some damage. I don't know. I didn't think too far ahead. I thought staying with the girls was me staying safe because I knew, I mean, Scott's a basketball player. Jason loves basketball. They talk back and forth all the time. You know, I ride motorcycles and build buildings. I didn't have a lot in common with everybody on the tribe, and they love Sydney. She loves basketball, too. So I kind of felt like that they were the strong three and I was the fourth. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to risk this. I'm going to go big, or obviously I'm going home. Right. So talk to me about the uh, decision to talk with Alicia about all that. Did you feel like that she ultimately betrayed you at tribal council when she started talking about how you were the one coming to her? Oh, yeah. When I when I when I heard that, I was like, oh, no, because if there's one thing I've learned in Survivor, the person who talks the loudest and the most about something tends to get listened to because we're all a bunch of freaking Neanderthals and she just harped on and on and on and on. I mean, I could, it shows me talking the whole time. Oh, damn, you missed the time where she talked way more than I did. And so I'd wait for her to finish and I'd try to say something and she'd say something again and I'm like, okay, whenever you're done, there's the sir. I'll get my two words in. And you feel like she threw you under the bus to everybody. Well, of course. She's in fifth place. That's what people in fifth place do. I didn't expect anything less. I mean, she was fighting to stay alive and Damn it, she did it. <laughs> but do you feel like what she was saying was either disingenuous or a misrepresentation of what you were saying? Oh, hell yes. It's her idea. Yeah. Totally her idea. It was. So on the beach. Yeah, you know how they showed me on the beach saying it first and then her? Yeah. Damn, edit. <laughs> Everybody in the room, I'm like, what? No. 
Okay, well, I want to make sure that I understand this. So it was Alicia's idea to have the Women's Alliance, but because you were the person that was talking with her about it, or at least considering it, then you were the person to take the blame more than her? Well, yeah, I was the one that solidified it and made it real. Like, to her, it was an idea. Hey, Jordan, would you consider doing this? I said, you know what? Yeah, Alicia, I will, because I think this is the only way the three of us stay in the game. And it puts me back in position one, two, or three instead of four, right? Mm -hmm. So it was her idea, but yeah, I took it and I ran with it. But I only ran about five feet, but that was about five feet too long. <laughs> and, and from your read of the situation, did you feel like Sydney was on board at any point with Women's Alliance? Oh, yeah, Rob. She is good. Like, I learned real quick that I am not a good liar, but I learned real quick who was. Like, Alicia and Sydney totally had me fooled. Totally had me fooled until I walked back over and, you know, kind of sat down and looked around and went, oh, shit. I feel like the odd person out here. <laughs> I have to know about this move that you did at Tribal Council where you got up on the, the chair at Tribal Council <laughs> and stood up and said, you have to believe me. I said it was like Leo on the front of the Titanic. <laughs> did, is that something you thought of ahead of time? Is that like you didn't even realize or remember that you did it until you watched the episode? Oh, no, I remember doing it. I don't know why the hell nobody else has stood up at Tribal Council before. If you got something to say, stand up and say it. And that's what I was doing. I was like, all right. You're not listening to me. Let me get a little taller, okay? <laughs> is that because you have to get on Scott's level? Is that why you have to be like seven feet in the right? air? Right. <laughs> I, I've, I've had like people comment and compare it to the Jesus crucifixion. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> wow. That's deep. <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> Jennifer, you were only there six days, but we have so much, so many memorable moments with you. Let, we have to talk about the the bug. Uh, oh, of course. And that was the thing, you know, watching this with, you know, with, with my wife and getting to see her reaction was really priceless. <laughs> so everybody was talking about it on, on Twitter. What was some things about that that didn't really translate to what we saw on TV about going through that experience? Well, you didn't see how long it was in my ear. That happened on the night of day one. So, you know, torrential rainstorm, we're miserable, we're, you know, a bunch of soaked rats sitting on our raft trying to sleep. And somehow, some way, the water and the rain, it got in my ear. So the next day, I was like, um, hey, you know, I'm talking to the producers. I'm like, there's something wrong. This isn't water in my ear. It feels mm-hmm. like water. So I kept bouncing up and down on one leg all day long. And then that night, it started bleeding. I was like, yep, that's not water coming out of my ears. That's blood. And so the whole night, I'm on the beach crying and cringing and trying not to wake up the rest of the travel. I'm like, you know what? I'm tough. I can get through this. I won't involve other people. But by the next morning, I had lost my shit. I was so angry at this freaking bug. I, I couldn't stand anymore. I'm like, you know what? Get somebody here now or I get the machete. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't, well, no, I'm not. I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> so, medic comes, and, you know, he's like, I don't see anything. I'm like, because he's been digging for two days. Of course, you're not going to see anything. And he's like, well, if there's something in your ear, this, this solution will get it out of all. If there's something in my ear, you mm-hmm. sound like Alicia. So, I lay down. He pours this liquid in my ear. And I felt it crawling out. Oh. Like, guys, quick, come here. It's crawling out of my ears. So that's why everybody was there, you know, kind of standing around. I totally saw it coming. Does it make you mad when people said that it looks like that thing wasn't that big? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Hell, yes. I, I tell people, I'm like, 
Stick a Q-tip in your ear. Tell me how far it goes in. Yeah. <laughs> what? A half an inch? I mean, that thing was huge compared to my ear canal. It's so loud. So loud. <laughs> yeah. And you heard it walking around? Oh, I heard it digging. So it would dig. So it's like nails on a chalkboard. And then it would stop and the blood would flow out of my ear. And then it takes some more. And then the blood would flow out of my ear. I'm like, all right, this is really starting to scare me. Am I going to lose my hearing? You know, like, does anybody care? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> all right, go back to that first vote that you guys went through because we talked all week last week about the Darnell versus Alicia decision. What yeah. did that come down to for you? Because we speculated about why you guys uh, made that move, but take us through the decision. Yeah. So at first it was just flush out, just flush out an idol, right? Just plain and simple. We all lie. Let's just see if anybody really has an idol. And during tribal, I mean, you could tell because everybody wanted Alicia gone so bad. But Darnell did what I did. He stuck his foot in his mouth. There's a lot of foot and mouth disease, by the way, on that island. So, <laughs> so Darnell stuck his foot in his mouth, and we're like, shit, he got on Scott's bad side, and Scott's like, Darnell's gone. And you know that early in the game, you can't go against your alliance. You know, you think I take my own advice. But anyway, so I thought, okay, we have to stick with what Scott's decision is. But we're sitting at Tribal, and Jason and I are looking at each other, listening to Darnell going, you know what, Darnell did help in the challenge, so he lost the goggles. Okay, he did help. Alicia didn't do anything except take pizza or pizza, take uh, puzzle pieces out of a box. That's all she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even that she needed help with. So it came down to Jason and I looking at each other and saying, we're making the wrong choice. We have to go with Alicia. And Scott said, nope, I made up my mind. We're going to now. And it's like, all right. We'll, we'll stick with the alliance. We'll, don't want to piss anybody off too soon. With the tribal council from last night, the votes that went against you, did you feel like that people changed their mind at tribal council or was your fate already sealed before you got to tribal council? My fate was already sealed before I got to tribal council. Interesting. I know it with all my heart. Because you don't sit there and beg for an hour and a half to stay and, and not you know, I, again, I can just feel people. I feel people's energy and I can just feel what's happening. And the whole time, it never felt like a win. It never felt like, oh, I'm making progress here. They're logical beings and I'm making progress. No, their emotions were set and their minds were made up. That was a horrible feeling. Now, Jennifer, one of the I, things from the preseason that we keyed into early on was that you are friends with our buddy Jonas from Survivor yeah. One World. And yeah. I'm interested to know, did you get any advice from Jonas before you went out there? And if so, did you follow it on the island? <laughs> Unfortunately, I did. He said the same thing Jeff did. Play a big game. Make big moves. Right. Damn it. People have to stop saying that shit. It really does. <laughs> Yeah, but because uh, I feel like that one of his regrets is that they didn't make a bigger move against Kim early on. So it's like, yeah, you got to right. make big moves, but uh, yep. you got to make the right big moves. Yeah. Well, you know, one person's a millionaire and then there's just 17 other people that are badasses that play the game. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> small period. moves are very underrated in this game. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes small moves are good. Okay, well, Jennifer, uh, thank you so much for coming on today. I hope you had a good experience between uh, everything that happened uh, besides the bug and the whole tribal council thing. But (laughs) sounds like you have a good attitude with everything and uh, all the best. Okay. Okay, thanks, Rob. All right, take care. Bye. Okay.
All right, everybody. There you have it. Jennifer Lanzetti. Boy, she went through a lot, really, in six days. Really, it's a, She had a very bad week, I think, on Survivor. But anyway, a positive about the whole experience, it seems like. Anyway, so very excited to get into our recap and our voicemail coming up today because we are going to be talking with Natalie Anderson and we're going to get into your voicemails. Get your voicemails in. Go to robinswebsite.com slash voicemail or 323-282-RHAP. Again, know this week in Survivor History with Jordan Kalish because I couldn't make the timing work with everything that I was doing with the live show yesterday. So I do apologize about that. He'll be back with us next week. So I know you guys are going to have to get through the week with no week this week in Survivor history, and it'll be tough. But I think, look, if Jennifer can get through having a bug in her ear, you guys can get through this. So uh, very excited about that. Plus, we'll get back into our amazing race coverage on Friday. Plus, as we get towards the weekend, I think we're actually going to do this on Friday afternoon. Jordan Parhar and I will be previewing the Big Brother Canada forecast which is coming up, and there's uh, some surprises uh, with what they've announced so far. So looking forward to talking about Big Brother Canada as well moving forward. And that's going to do it for the exit interview. Looking forward to hearing what you guys had to say on the comments, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. Earbug. 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 So I'm laying there at my camp. And this little worm's looking for somewhere not damp. Now it's in near my brain. And if it lays eggs, it won't be the same. It's in there gnawing and clawing around.